This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. Here's not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Welcome back. Uh, 6 June, Year of Alert 2023. The entire day we're going to be commemorating uh, D-Day, uh, what was the action, what they fought for, what they believed in. Um, I'm honored to be joined by David Clements is joining me, and David's going to be here for the entire hour. He's kind of my wingman. He's got a bunch of people going to go through an election. Crimes. He's a great prosecutor. Also, Eduardo Vestigui is going to join us about the, the film The Sound of Freedom. I asked him to come back on today because I got to get to the bottom. It's been bugging me all weekend because people know that's not my line of country. This sex trafficking of children. But uh, when he told said us on the show, when he said on the show the other day that the largest market in the world and kind of the vacuum that makes this all go is the USA. I wanted to have him back on on the day of Normandy to say what in the hell is happening to this country and we're going to clean this thing up. This is just not acceptable. It's not acceptable. So uh, people know David uh, Clements as, a, uh, as, as an election integrity guy. He's really a top prosecutor, so I've asked him to, to join us today. We're going to get to David in a second. Remember, one of the underlying theses of the, of the war room is Burke's uh, dictum, that we owe as much to those who came before us as we owe to the future. When people say the kids, we owe as much to the past of those that bequeath this republic to us as we owe to the future. Always keep that in mind. You're just here. This is about human agency. You're just here for some short period of time on earth, right? Your duration. And and, and the whole purpose of the show is to make sure that you can maximize your agency, your personal agency. That's what uh, Dawson and Spalding and Strasick did at, uh, at Normandy when Colonel George Taylor said, hey, there's only two types of people on this beach, those that are dead and those that are going to die. And the, and the young enlisted guys were absolutely in shock because the the horror, and you saw a little bit of that in Spielberg's, the opening segment of Spielberg's film. You, you got to see some semblance of the horror of that, uh, where the young guys just panicked, right, because the slaughter was so terrific. And it took calm heads, and this is the key thing, ordinary men in extraordinary situations doing extraordinary things. Okay, what do we owe them? I've got, uh, and i got a great lineup here. i got Beatty, i got Solomon, i got Clements, i got Eduardo. Uh, BD, before we lose, I just want to re-emphasize what this, not just the Democratic Party, this is the apparatus, this is the administrative state, this is what they think of you. They would purge, right now, with a global conflict taking on the Eurasian landmass, right, we're going to have a big update today at 6 on the Ukraine situation, it looks like the Russians have have, uh, blown up a, a dam, as that war continues to metastasize. In the South China Sea, in the Straits of uh, Taiwan, you're going to need sailors every bit as tough as at Coral Sea or at Midway. I just want to quickly go back what, 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 what this guy Garrison, but more importantly, what the Biden regime thinks is appropriate. 
And not just that, this has, been, this has been over at the Pentagon for a long time. I had a huge fight with Mattis about this whole transgender thing. He says, oh, we got to study, and you got you know, to have them in. they got to do the operation. Now, Trump's sitting there, no, we're not going to do that. We wrote an executive order in one day. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Tell me, once again, to summarize, Garrison, what they were trying to basically have a jihad inside the armed forces to essentially get rid of red-blooded American men and women. Let's cut to the chase. That's what they want out, right, uh, Beatty? Look, after the January 6th Fed surrection, Biden instructed his mediocre, really sub-mediocre Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin, to engage in an extreme of uh, a purging of extremism from the military ranks. Lloyd Austin appointed this individual, Bishop Garrison, who's really disgraceful on top of being mediocre and barely literate. Um, he thinks that anyone who's a Trump supporter is a racist and therefore is an extremist. And you can go to revolver.news and read this and revisit all of his really scandalous tweets. And he was the guy in charge of this office in the Pentagon that was going to purge um, anyone in the military who was supporting Trump or in his estimation was an extremist. Yeah. This gives you that's that this coupled with, you know, both of these stories involve Revolver News, incidentally. In this case, Media Matters, George Soros's janitor fuming that Revolver News and War Room basically neutralized this yeah. Pentagon office. Yeah. Well, the other story, we learned that this FBI agent had his security clearance revoked for sharing a Revolver News article on January 6th. This is part of the purge from within. So it's yep. a two-pronged thing. They don't want anyone who has patriotic beliefs to get into the system, yep. but anyone who slipped through the yep. cracks prior, they need to identify them They'll and purge. neutralize them. And purge, purge them. That's what this is all about. And the Soros people were just fuming and saying, this goes to show that reporting from these alternative yeah. outlets, from these bootstrap outlets, from these grassroots outlets yeah. like Revolver News and yeah. War Room, they're furious that yeah. we can actually get these kinds of results. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I want to um, give your thing because I, I got to, I, I have a direct connection now with the Solomon that you just teed up for me. I got to do. But I want to get to you later, and I want everybody to go to Revolver right now and read your magnificent piece on the business model, Target Pride in the business model of Target. It's absolutely amazing. Where do people go for you on social media and how they get to the site? For a complete takedown of the Soros janitors complaining about our victory in the Pentagon here, go to Revolver.News and on a more intellectual side <laughs> – We've done a lengthy engagement with the great and late Olavo Carvalho's book on Machiavelli, which maybe we'll discuss on another occasion. But that is yeah. up fresh, both white hot and ready for review. Your your thing is incredible. I'd love Revolve. Great scalp today. We're taking scalps. We got we got uh, Sequoia Capital. We're gonna get Neil Shannon. Hey Neil, we're gonna get lawyer up, bro. We're getting your scalp too. Great scalps today, uh, brother. Uh, BD, great work. And uh, I want to get you back on about the, uh, obviously, Alavo, but also the uh, Target thing. Thanks. Great. Thank you. Sol Solomon, that leads us right to, we bridge right into J6. You've got big breaking news. You, you're going through the tapes. And I'm kind of confused now. I thought we wanted to get all the tapes out and go through it all. Now I'm getting word from certain elements that we don't want to get the tapes out. Solomon, 
you're, you're the tip of the spear here. What's going on? Well, listen, uh, let's address the bigger issue. There are lots of tapes. It is a very cumbersome process to extract them from uh, the system. Uh, just getting 20 minutes of footage can take hours to get it extracted and cleaned up. So there's some practicality to it. I'm for the most transparency that we can give people responsibly. And so, at least in my circumstance, I'm allowed to see anything I want. And then we have to work hard to extract it because the system is clunky and proprietary. But I think we're going to get a lot of news out. Today is a great example. Today, people woke up to a piece of footage that the courts have seen and some media have seen it, but not a lot. Uh, but now we've made it uh, available to the world. It's the episode that Senator Ron Johnson first brought to our attention two years ago. There is a door in the Upper West Terrace of the Capitol that the police make a fateful mistake. They shoo a couple people out of the Capitol. They go through a door that has a fire sign on it. When you press the, the arm bar on that door, it deactivates the lock from outside. The cops leave. All of a sudden, people on the outside can open what's normally a secure door, and they stream in, not by the dozens or the scores, but by 300-plus people. I count 310 people come through that door over a 20-minute window. It's a massive security breach. Imagine if the Secret Service left the back door of the White House open and 300 people streamed into the White House. There'd be hell to pay. Somehow the Capitol Police and their defenders on the J6 committee and their defenders in the media have tried to suppress the security failure that occurred here, and it raises a great question. Maybe it's not even fixed. And there may be a lot more. I mean, I really, it's fantastic you're going through this, John. Can we expect, because I think there's some confusion. Are, I know your team's going through it. Can we expect other drops from John oh, Solomon, yes. or is this thing now totally shut off? Oh, no. I, I still get to go in with our reporters okay. every day. Uh, we've okay. been doing this for several weeks. Uh, listen, I'm going to do this all through the summer into the fall until I can find everything that I think is newsworthy. From my perspective, again, I'm not the only judge of this. Other people should go do it. But uh, we're going to have a lot more. We're going to have questions about the Secret Service. We're going to have questions about the pipe bomber. I think we're going to have questions about undercover agents. I think you're going to have questions about uh, additional security failures that occurred at the Capitol Police. I mean, just look at that door. Look how easy it was to get in and out of that door. It's such an extraordinary yeah. failure. If this happened, though, the Secret Service would fire its people if this happened at the White House. Look at that. They yeah. just come in. The cops didn't realize what they did. And again, I don't blame the cops. It's chaotic, but it is a security failure. They should yeah. have been better trained not to send someone out the door because it opened up a rear flank for their own colleagues. But yeah. lots more. Uh, Steve, Ma we will be maybe, doing this for months. Yeah. Maybe instead of having a primetime thing where they drop my subpoena and, you know, Liz Cheney gave that very nasty speech about yours yeah. truly. Yeah. Liz, maybe you still have your house seat. Maybe instead of doing that, they because I missed this. I missed this type of footage and things you're putting out, like the posting the other day. I missed that on J6, and I thought, so our audience didn't. I watched every second of those hearings, so our, our, our audience wouldn't have to. John, am I missing? The, 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 the things you're putting out never made the J6 primetime shows, did they, sir? They did not. No, they did not. It was a, a scripted, uh, extremely scripted uh, event. In fact, uh, Congressman Laudermuck now has the scripts that showed every congressman was told what to say. This wasn't an organic hearing. It was a made-for-movie hearing. Uh, that was designed to create one talking point for the Democrats. Remember the story I broke Friday night. We now have confirmed that the J6 committee doctored some of the tapes, that they put audio on them that did not exist so that it would sound more exciting, more emotionally yes. uh, uh, triggering. And they didn't even tell the American public. They didn't put disclaimers on it. Uh, we're going to give no. people a lot of things that were on there. And the reason to do it is there's a lot of public service issues that have not been aired about security. Every person I talk yeah. to on the Capitol Police Force tells me one thing, Steve. The Capitol is no more safer today than it was on January 5th. That's not a good thing for anyone in America. 
Solomon, you're the you're the top investigative reporter. Just tell me this Comer thing. We had Anna Paulina Luna in here talking about the FBI is afraid. Yeah. They're telling the committee they're afraid to release the name to the committee because they're afraid that the informant could be assassinated, could be killed. Uh, yeah. And then they've got another one eye is now they know a leak. Just all I need to hear is Solomon's on top of it. You're on top of this, right? I am, sir. We are. A lot that will be done. There's going to be okay. new details coming out about that uh, at 10:23 in the next two days. I think it'll be very interesting when people see. Uh, Jamie Raskin's uh, press conference yesterday will make a lot less sense once people see what's actually in the memo. Perfect. John Solomon, how do people get to uh, Just the News, and how do they get to you on social media? Real simple, justthenews.com, and Jay Solomon Reports is my handle on all social media. Brother Solomon, thank you. Solomon's Thanks, on the watch. I'm feeling better. I'm feeling better already. Thank you, John. Thank you, sir. Good to be with you. Thanks. Um, I've got I've got a couple minutes here, and I've got a whole other segment. I got Dave Clements in here for election crimes, and then I want you to stay for Edwarder because I know you're also prosecuting. You prosecuted child sex trafficking. You know what's going on, uh, and you're a tough prosecutor. Um, with your prosecutor hat on, is this? Because, you know, the, the, the thing that will not be named is election fraud or the stealing of the 2020 election. You know, Nikki Haley, they asked her on the, on the show the other night, was, oh, no, it's not. And I put it up right away on Getter. Hey, suck on this. To me, that's disqualifying. It's so obvious the 2020 election was stolen. As a prosecutor, do you think there's enough information you've seen out there that we, we could actually, if we had serious prosecutors, we could start prosecuting crimes about the 2020 election? In a word, yes, and this is coming from someone who's helped secure eight first-degree murder convictions, helped take down a drug trafficking organization. I've maintained this for the past two years. I've never examined this much evidence about anything. And um, the, the problem that we're running into is that if you trace the origins of what happened on November 3rd, 2020, it really starts with the Department of Homeland Security. So back in the day, I could work with institutions that I trusted and the reason why we're not getting the victories that we want is because so many institutions have been captured. And so it's a, it's a different way of trying to unearth all of this criminality because you've got the government weaponized against us. Okay, we'll take a short break. Here's what's so interesting is that in a bridge to Eduardo, uh, the story is about Tim Ballard. Where did Tim Ballard work? Wait for it. Department of Homeland Security. And he said they waved off of really getting to the bottom of these massive sex trafficking rings, particularly of children. And that's when he fulfilled the mission. Okay, Dave Clemens with a short break. Back in a moment. Well, Congress once again allowed itself to be pushed into appeasing the administration and raising the debt ceiling for the 79th time, paving the way for continued reckless spending and further devaluation of the U.S. dollar. As our national debt continues to skyrocket, how are you protecting your savings? Times like these are a great reminder to diversify a portion of your savings into gold. And you can do that with the help of Birch Gold. Here's the easiest way to do it. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And you don't pay a penny out of pocket. As BRICS... Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa band together against the dollar. More and more central banks are diversifying. You know what they're buying. Gold. Follow their lead. 
text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 for your free info kit on gold. There's no obligation, just information. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers, Birch Gold can help protect your savings, too. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. Do it today. Follow the central banks of the BRICS. Take action, 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 and take that action today. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. By the way, I want to thank uh, David. You were with the new federal state of China. I want to thank you for uh, being part of that. Uh, obviously, that's one of the most important things we got going on. But I was able to get up to speed on what you've been doing. So you got 12 minutes here. Just take it from the top because you're the you're one of the. He's like a dog with a bone. He's not going to give up. And people have to understand the people working this are just not going to give up. Mm-hmm. So take it away. Yeah. Well, the first thing that I've been thinking about in the election space is how in the world can we improve the terrain so that Trump gets a fair fight. He beat the casino in 2016, but the casino re-upped in 2020. We tough s- to beat the House. It's tough to beat the House. Uh, Carrie Lake, same thing. Generational talent um, had the most voter enthusiasm that, that you could possibly measure, and an election was stolen from her. So right now I'm hearing a lot of conservatives talking about ballot harvesting, and I want to set expectations on whether or not that's possible, because this is not a fair fight where you're just it's a matter of staffing and resources um, you have to understand that we're dealing with software. So unless you can out-harvest a high-speed printer that's fully integrated with the system, you don't have a chance. It doesn't matter about the money or the resources. Um, so I, I want to lead with that and, and unpack just how monstrous the system is. You had Representative Luna on earlier, and this was fortuitous because it was her that uh, grilled the former board of Twitter on colluding with uh, federal authorities through this platform known as Jira. So, uh, Cameron, if you could bring up image number one. Hey, spell it. Jira, J-I-R-A. Yeah. And with this this graphic, um, you'll notice it's not just, um, uh, you know, certain groups like CIS, CISA, Department of Homeland Security. There's a curious one there. It's the National Association of Secretaries of State. And where I'm going with this is that they had access to the same portal to suppress people. It wasn't just suppression over Twitter uh, or or over uh, the jab and uh, medical treatment. It was also suppression over important and vital information over our elections. And uh, we've got proof of that. We found emails between secretaries of state of New Mexico, Louisiana, that were coordinating with Twitter to shut down any meaningful discussion on elections. So I bring this up because you have to look at uh, the censorship regime with who orchestrates and monitors our elections. So I want you to bring up uh, image number two. This is a memorandum that you're going to see here between this group called CIS. That's the Center for Internet Security. And guess who they work with? They work in tandem with the Department of Homeland Security. And we have memorandums from all over the country where the Secretary of State are partnering with this radically left-funded group. Democracy Fund is one of those groups. And but it's also funded by the government. This is one of these things that's really a government agency, but they want to spin it off so they can say, oh, they're just an independent NGO. Exactly. And that, that, yeah. that way they have a, a veil, so it's yes. hard to get public records to investigate them. Well, in this memorandum, you'll see a couple things. Number one, there is no expectation of privacy of any data that's transiting from the Secretary of State to county clerks downstream, number one. And that all data 
Number two, may be monitored or used for government purposes. And so what we're seeing here is that they get to secure software programs, source code, and under the auspices of protecting us from a cyber breach or cyber attack, they have the ability to monitor our election data real time. Um, so the question is, what can they do with that? Can they exploit it? Because we're all operating under this myth that, that our election system is decentralized. And that leads me to image number three. This is the myth. The myth out there is that we've got all these different moving parts that uh, everyone is working independently. And this might have been the case 10, 12 years ago. But today, it actually looks more like this. And that's image number four. A fully integrated system. Full integration through software. What do you mean full integration? We'll get to find that. Okay, so full integration in the sense that um, you've got players out there like B Pro, Knowing, mm-hmm. 10X, VR Systems, and they can manage your voter rolls. They can do election night reporting. They can overwrite your election data at the local level. They are integrated with ballot printing devices. It's one place that you can go to with software that, by the way, is not certified. And there's no congressional mandate to actually oversee this software, and it's connected to the Internet. So we've been fed this myth that somehow everything's disconnected when behind the scenes the Department of Homeland Security has a backdoor to monitor everything and not just monitor things. Use these vendors to change, change results. But, okay, and by the way, maybe we can work it out to get you on the uh, on the 6 o'clock show, too, because I want to spend more time with this. But, but, but. Trump's – the guy is a wolf. Trump's a DHS guy tells Trump in the Oval it's the most secure election we've ever had, and this thing's totally secure. He goes – and I keep asking people, why are you inviting this guy to conservative conferences? He's part of the problem, big league, and he goes around – I see him all the time. He's a speaker at these conferences, but he's saying that this system is completely, totally secure hmm. and that they checked it and they had a review of it and absolutely nothing went on, and there's nothing but a bunch of wing nuts like uh, Dave Clements, who puts up a chart and shows all the connections. But there, there's, uh, th- this is done for efficiency and effectiveness, sir. Well, let's go ahead and give you some evidence then. Uh, the next image, uh, I want to show you how... I'm pretty good tee-up, man. Yeah, so how automated this is. Right here, the first image actually is one county, if you can find that one. Um, just daily registration. Maybe I get you the wrong one. And we can work with this, actually. The first... Uh, chart that you see on the left is daily registration in Bernalillo County. That's just uh, that's Albuquerque. It's an urban center. Notice that on the chart to the right, which is Torrance County, it's a conservative county, that you have the same exact spikes in voter registration at the same exact time. It's just adjusted for population. This is impossible. This is this someone has mathematically the, impossible. Well, this it's impossible yeah. based on the records we see now. Now let's let's blow it up to twelve counties, and you got to see this, Steve. This is the next image. Notice here. Now, this is 12 counties in New Mexico with the same spikes on the same dates over a uh, several years' time. This shows you that our, our voter rolls are being inflated, and it's an automated process. So when people tell me, let's get out there and you know out-register the, the Democrats, at least in New Mexico and many other states, you've got to compete with something that's going on in these back doors. And we can drive it down to month by month. So if you actually look at the next image, daily registration, you'll see on the chart on the left are basically a repeating ratio. And I want you to notice here, the red line at the bottom represents Republicans. You'll notice there's never a day that they out-register Democrats. Again, this is 
automated. This is done by software. Uh, we've been given political theater as if if we out-hustle the Democrats, somehow we'll come out ahead. That's not the case. So some of you are thinking, well, I don't live in New Mexico, so can you make this more relevant to me? Uh, give me the next map. This is an integrated uh, map of all the vendors that are out there. You see different players like NoInk, BPro, 10X, VR Systems. If you look at the coverage on the map, every single one of the states that we have here in, the, in America has the full integrated software to access and change things. I gave you specifics on what happened in New Mexico, but we've seen the same thing in Hawaii where 70,000 plus voter registrations were inflated in their database. We had a unique identifier code that uh, could prove this. And what did Hawaii do? They made it illegal to do anything about it. They just basically said, stop investigating. In Florida, uh, through the work of Chris Jersky, we found out after taking snapshots of voter rolls day by day that in Broward County alone, uh, voters' addresses were magically switched to do what? To create phantom ballots. To create phantom ballots in the digital space. So, again, when we, when we talk about harvesting, how are you going to out-harvest something where you can go through the software itself and start digitally manipulating things? With, 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 um, with this type of evidence, why can't we go into a court? Why can't we go into a prosecutor, a local prosecutor, and, and make this case and actually get this into a court of law somewhere where someone like you can bring evidence and we can actually prosecute this? Yeah. The biggest barrier is the people that are in our way also carry badges. So I told you you can trace the genesis to the Department of Homeland Security and you start getting caught up in different issues of jurisdiction. I've personally reviewed over 400 lawsuits related to election fraud in 2020 Virtually all of them were dismissed on standing grounds. And one of, one of the things that people don't realize about standing is you never get to get to the merits. Right, the evidence. And they're applying something's outdated. So just case in point, Obamacare. Everyone was upset. Every employer was upset about Obamacare. And when they went to sue, most people were dismissed. They're saying, if you don't like the law, vote the bums out of office. And as long as you have a political remedy, they're not going to allow you to get your case heard by a judge. Now, they're applying, that, they're applying that to the election space, but you can see why it's fatal, because the very, the very mechanisms of how you the vote, vote amount, you, can't do, you it. can't do it. So you've got different players here. Um, this, this integrated software is a big deal, and this is very salient because recently there's a gentleman by the name of Jesse Morgan, if you guys can recall. He's the, yeah. he's the truck driver. That truck just that, came out last night yeah. that he wasn't lying. We actually yeah. had him on the show. Postal Service report right. verified that he drove from Bethpage, New York, with hundreds of thousands of pre-filled ballots to where? Pennsylvania, a key swing yeah. state. Well, guess what? Uh, if you have all the metrics that we're talking about in a harvesting operation, they were able to use high-speed printers that were fully integrated with the system to prepare ahead of time. On October 25th, it fell out hundreds of thousands of ballots and transport them. So for the conservatives out there, unless you're willing to go big, by, by, and by big I mean illegal, completely illegal, you're not going to out-harvest that type of operation. Okay, hang on. Um, you can stick around here sure. for the thing. Okay, fine. Clements is a hammer. Um, wow. And, and it's ironic that Jesse got, um, yesterday I think they came out and said, yes, he had driven a truck. And it actually had the ballots in them, right? Yep. If he had been so vilified as a fantasist and making it up and all that. So it came out. It's, it's verified what he said, correct? Yeah, completely validated. They had 14, I think, Gaylord boxes, these huge yeah. boxes. Yeah. 
just chock full. He knew his inventory. Yes. Okay. Short break. We're gonna uh, we're gonna pivot here. On the uh, commemoration of Normandy, we're going to talk about the country those men uh, gave their lives for. We're now the biggest magnet, the driving economic force in back of a heinous crime, the sex trafficking of children. All next in the war room. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. Friends, I can't believe the dire headlines we're facing in the world today. Everywhere you look, things are falling apart. That's why the smartest investment you can make right now is in your family's food security. Let me repeat that. Your family's food security. The reality is you might not be able to find food when the next disaster strikes. Grocery stores will be empty because roads will be closed and trucks won't be able to make deliveries. When that happens, you need emergency food in full supply. That's why I urge you to grab a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. That's My Patriot Supply. They're the nation's largest preparedness company. When you order today, you'll save $200 on each kit you need. The food in these kits lasts up to 25 years, which means your family will stay fed while others wait for government handouts. Don't delay. Order your three-month emergency food kit today and save $200 Per kit. It's easy to order. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. You'll get fast and free shipping. Do this today or you'll regret it tomorrow. MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Take action, action, action. Do it today. Stephen K. Bass. Now, pull up on the reins here, son. We're, we're, we're going to hand this case to the prosecution, and we're going to let the Colombians mop up Colombia. Which means she'll disappear, sir, for good. We're Homeland Security. You know we can't go off rescuing Honduran kids in Colombia. Look, the, the boy is back with his father. That's a career capper. Take it and move on. understand what I'm asking you. See how this job tears you to pieces. And this is my one chance to put those pieces back together. I could tell DC that you're uh, you're going down there to give a training seminar. Funded at a discretionary. Keep it under ten grand. Okay, thank you. That hit a little quicker than I thought. Um, Edward's going to join us real quickly. Uh, the trafficking of uh, young people for sex—how big a problem when you were a prosecutor? Well, it's huge. Um, it's kind of the dark secret that it's so evil that no one wanted to really say it out loud. And what, what I dealt with was drug trafficking for the most part of the border, but sex trafficking and drug trafficking go hand in hand. Inextricably linked. So you you see the change from methamphetamine being a big 
export from Mexico to fentanyl. And, uh, you know, when it comes to children, women, sex trafficking, um, they're all trying to get through that buffer zone of 60 miles. See, I, I was a prosecutor on the border with Haida. This is where we built, we built the wall, built that wall right mm-hmm. inside the mountain right there in Juarez and, uh, and then the Mexico side. Yep. Right there at El Paso, they told us it couldn't be built because they said that's what we went up there. And the, the debris field was, it was so revolting as to, to shock mm-hmm. any normal human being, what they saw up there. Well, what was surprising, because I was close to the border, you think I'd see more, but no one wants to stay in that buffer zone. Because if you can see the border, there's a chance you could be deported, at least back in former administrations. They want to get inland. Yep. you got to get 60 miles in and reach your major thoroughfares, and then they show up in cities. And next thing you know, you're seeing people that are being exploited for, for sex, uh, that or their work slaves. Eduardo, you're the producer of this film, The Sound of Freedom. We need to get uh, 2 million people the opening weekend. You came on the other day uh, with Tim Ballard, and I still get feedback from people absolutely completely shocked. And what they're shocked about is that you said that the United States is the economic engine. It, it, it is the biggest, I guess, um, driver of this perversion by the insatiable demand, demand for this. Uh, can you explain? People wanted, wanted me to have you back on to explain that. What did you mean by that? Oh, thank you. Thank you, Steve. Um, well, you know, I learned this from uh, Tim Ballard and all his team when I met them eight years ago and when I heard their stories and how they travel around the world undercover, rescuing children that are kidnapped for sexual exploitation. And when I learned that he was going to Mexico uh, to save children, Mexican children and kids from all over the world who were in Mexico, um, I, I was in shock. I, was, I couldn't, you know, look the other way around. And that's when I, I, I knew that I needed to commit my life um, to end child trafficking along with him and along with so many warriors around the world that are fighting Torrential trafficking every day. So uh, when I learned that um, this is a global problem, definitely it's a global problem, but Mexico and US, US number one consumer of child sex in the world, Mexico number one provider. And I love Mexico and I love United States. And that's why for me it was clear that only through a bilateral effort working together, we can end this nightmare. But then I asked, I asked uh, Tim Ballard, Tim, United States has all the intelligence, the money, most powerful country in the world, the army, everything. How come United States doesn't end this problem? And he looked at my eyes and he said, Eduardo, because it's not a priority. Because it's not a priority. Our goal as a filmmakers, our goal that uh, is very simple. Our goal is to put pressure through this film, bring everyone together, put pressure through the media, society, and everyone, so then it can become a priority. So we need to start a movement, and maybe this movie can be the piece that can start this movement. And we've been working for eight years, eight years nonstop, very difficult, very difficult. A lot of people told me, Eduardo, why are you doing this? This this is very dangerous. This is very dangerous. And then I, I thought about this, and, and, and you know what? Yes, it is. But it's more dangerous not to do it. We're going to die one day, you know? So, hey, I, I don't mind to die for defending God's children. Eduardo, is it not a priority in the United States and maybe even in Mexico because there's too much money being made? Are there too many well-connected people involved? I mean, why... 
would Ballard say that it's just not a priority? Why, why, why do you believe it's not a priority? I mean, what could be more heinous than you know uh, trafficking young people for, for sex? What could be worse than that? How could that not be a priority, sir? You're right, Steve. It's not a priority in the world. Definitely it's not a priority in Mexico. Because when I mentioned the other day, which, by the way, I think I said 47 children, it's, it's, uh, it's 57, 57 children a day, 21,000 a year disappear in Mexico. Those are the official numbers, I believe. I think it's a lot more than that. So, and when I ask people, uh, even in people in government about this and, oh, I didn't know this. What do you mean you didn't know this, brother? I mean... What do you mean you didn't know about this? So there's a lot of people that they don't know about this, but there's a lot of people that they know about this, but they're quiet. I don't know why. I think because maybe uh, maybe they may, they may be involved in, the, in this crime. I don't know. There's a lot of powerful people involved in this crime everywhere. That's, that's a fact, you know. Uh, when you're talking about billions of dollars, you know, uh, that this industry produces, definitely it's because... There's a demand, there's a supply, there's a business, and it's growing and growing. And you know what is growing because of this? You know, a lot of people are consuming child pornography. Another shocking thing that I just learned the other day is 60%, 60% of child pornography that is consuming the world produce, is produced in Mexico. So that breaks my heart. I mean, how can people, do, you know are going to be quiet and, and, and looking the other way around with this, with, this, uh, with this information. And it could be, tomorrow it could be your child. And you know, your child doesn't have to be kidnapped, like in the movie. It can be kidnapped in your own house with an iPhone, with an iPad. How many parents they give, you know, an iPhone, an iPad to a child so he can be quiet. And, and, and next thing you know, you know, they're talking to strangers. Next thing you know, they're sharing pictures of their bodies, and God knows where those pictures are. And, and you don't even know. You think your child is safe because, you know, uh, lives in a house where the mother is there, the father is there. But he spent a lot of time alone with um, Internet, media. And next thing you know, he is part of this, uh, you know, horrible industry, and he's a victim. He doesn't even know what he's doing. Next thing you know, his pictures are all over the place, you know, and that's happening every day, every day, Steve. So that's why this movie is so important. Uh, it's more than a movie. It's, it's, it's a piece that is part of a movement, and I just want to give my life to this movement so we can end this horrible reality. As I said the other day, you know, I, I believe and I feel and I know that God is putting together an army and, and from different backgrounds, different fields, you know, um, people who are saying enough is enough. I'm not going to be uh, waiting until one day maybe my son is going to be the victim for me to wake up. No, I'm going to wake up now. I'm going to do something now. And I'm going to treat every child like if it's my own child. You know, I will sacrifice and will give my life for the child of someone else because tomorrow could be my child. And I don't want to wait for that. Walk me through, why would you release the film? I mean, you're a filmmaker. Uh, you've been an actor and you're the producer of this film. Why? Tell, explain to the audience, because we need people, and I need people to go to angel.com slash worm right now to get your tickets. Make sure you do this, angel.com slash worm. Why would you choose um, kind of the fun part of the year around 4th of July when you had these other kind of popcorn movies, I guess Indiana Jones is coming at others. Why did you guys choose to release Sound of Freedom in that time frame? 
Well, that was um, that was Angel Studios' uh, decision. I only brought, you know, I brought that out in a meeting, just saying that, you know, what would be amazing if we we can come out on Independence Day in in the United States, Fourth of July, and Independence Day in Mexico in September, uh, because the symbolism the symbolism of of the day is, is so important. You know, what, what are we celebrating? We're celebrating freedom. Well, guess what? While somebody is going to be celebrating freedom, drinking a beer, barbecue in their home, it's not the same reality for thousands of thousands of hundreds of thousands of children. They're not going to be celebrating freedom. So what are we celebrating? Why don't we use that day to, instead of just celebrating, which we should, but on the other hand, we should do something something that can bring freedom back to those children that are not going to be able to celebrate the 4th of July, neither in Mexico, Independence Day, or other countries. You know, so I thought this is very important to raise awareness on that day because I just want people, you know, I don't sleep the same uh, team like before. Uh, every single, um, Steve, I'm, I'm talking about, I'm thinking about Tim Ballard right now. Steve, I, I don't sleep the same um, after been working in this film. Every single time that I go to bed, you know, I'm just thinking, wow, I, I picture children, you know, with their hands like this, praying for someone to rescue them. And that it's, uh, it, it breaks my heart, man. I mean, it, how can you sleep the same? How can you celebrate, you know, freedom the same? I, I don't, you know, I, I, I'm celebrating freedom by doing something about um, to bring freedom to others. That's how I celebrate. That's my way of celebrating freedom, you know? And I thought maybe this is a good way of just, you know, raising awareness um, when the film comes out. Like why 4th of July you're, you're gonna release a film about child trafficking? Well, because I wanna shock you. I, wanna, I, I want you to open your eyes and to see that this is real, that this is not far from you. This is next door. This is behind your house. This is everywhere. And, uh, and we need to start talking about this because a lot of people, Either they don't know about this problem or they don't want to talk about this problem because it's too ugly. I know I don't want to know. I don't want to. The other day someone told me, I mean, a lot of people tell me sometimes when I'm telling about this problem, I don't want to, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Well, you should know because you have children and they're the target. You should know. How can you prevent uh, this tragedy if you don't even know that exists? You need to know so you can, you know, prevent a tragedy like this, uh, you know, I hope never happened to any of us, but it can. It can happen. No, uh, look, I was one of those. It's like I said, it's not my line of country. The thing is, so and this film is very tough. It's a tough film. It, you want you want to shock people. You're going to shock them. Ed Warder, if you can hang on a second, Dave Clement's going to hang. Uh, I want to ask you when we get back. Or I'd like you to answer. This just can't be a random thing that's happening. It, it's a it's a multi billion dollar business annually. It's quite organized. So somehow this has got, you know, powerful elements of the economics in back of it. That way, if you want to start a movement to take it down, it's not just one or two, you know, finding children. There's something here. And this is part of the invasion of the southern border. Something just doesn't make sense of what's going on here. And that's why I think the power of this film is Sound of Freedom. Go to um, angel.com slash worm. Get your tickets now. Let's make sure we pack these theaters. We have to. We have to send a message. Short break. Ed Warder next. 
my younger days, I was a naval officer on a destroyer. In fact, I was the A-gang officer in charge of all the engineering systems that were not main propulsion. And one of those was air purification. And I can tell you, the standards of the United States Navy are second to none. If all home air purifiers are the same, why did the U.S. Department of Defense select EnviroCleanse to protect and purify the air on board our Navy ships? Because of EnviroCleanse, advanced mineral technology goes beyond ordinary HEPA filters to destroy airborne illness-causing cold and flu viruses, including COVID. EnviroCleanse is the new science in air purification, and now you can order one for your home. This is how you help stop colds and flus from taking your whole family down. This is how you destroy allergy and flaming toxins and mold from the air your family breathes. In fact, this hospital-grade technology is so powerful that it promises far fewer colds and allergies and better sleep. Visit ekpure.com. That's ekpure.com and use the code STEVE for 10% off your EnviroCleanse home purification unit. You also receive a free air quality monitor plus fast free shipping. That's $150 savings right there. That's ekpure.com code Steve. ekpure.com code Steve. DeSantis on taxes. In Congress, Ron DeSantis pushed a 23% national sales tax where the middle class pays more. 90% of families would get a tax hike if DeSantis replaced the current system. President Trump cut taxes a lot, lowering tax rates for everyone. Trump cut taxes. DeSantis tried to raise them. Ron DeSantis, wrong on tax hikes, just not ready. Make America Great Again, Inc. is responsible for the content of this advertising. Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, welcome back. Uh, by the way, Dave Plumas is going to join me at 6. We're also have Gun Owners of America are going to be on about the pistol brace situation. We're demanding that it be put back on the calendar. They're going to join us. House Freedom Caucus thinks it's going to meet this afternoon. going to be more updates about all of this. Obviously, McCarthy's trying to throw out one, you know, to bring this to the floor, bring this to the floor. Uh, it's still not going to be good enough. But the, the, they have to bring the pistol brace, and it's unacceptable of how they took um, – Congressman Clyde, Representative Clyde's bill, and they're trying to stall this as extortion for him voting for the rule. Dave Clements will join me at six o'clock, so we can go into more detail. I want to make sure, but don't get depressed about this. We're going to we're going to get to do the to do it correctly to make sure we're in the ballot business. You do it correctly. You need to make sure that we're not just going to get overwhelmed by the software. So I know all the great teams, Charlie Kirk, and everybody out there that's working on this. Is, we're going to make this happen, and uh, so proud that you guys are at the tip of the spear. Eduardo, here's what I'll get. This is a multi-billion dollar business. When you say a movement, it's not just about rescuing one or two children. That's clearly the thing that emotionally pulls people in. But you're yes. aligned against some of the most powerful forces in the world. You know, it, 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 Look, it's, it's, it's pr produced or delivered from Mexico and then other places in Latin America through Mexico with this insatiable appetite in the United States, which is unacceptable. But but how, tell me how you're going to build the movement. We need everybody to see the film yeah. 
and seeing the film will motivate them and also send a message to Hollywood that people are serious about this. But talk to me, give me a minute or two that we got left on how you are prepared because you're dedicating your life to this. How are you prepared to build a movement? Well, you know, when I, when I met Tim Ballard, um, I told him, brother, you, you, you're a hero, you're rescuing children. And, and he said to me, Eduardo, I am not the solution. What do you mean you're not the solution? Brother, you just rescue like 4,000 children. I'm not the solution. I mean, yes, I can be the solution for one, for two. Thanks be to God, 4,000. We're talking about millions of children. This is like beyond us. This is like so, so, so big. We're not the solution to end this uh, nightmare. We need a movement. And that's when I realized, of course, we need a movement. And this movie can be just part of that movement. Why? Because the movie has the potential to raise awareness. And that's why I'm doing this tour in Mexico, in 32 states. I'm inviting every governor. It doesn't matter if they're left or right, up and down. It doesn't matter. It's about the children. So if we don't get together in this, I don't know what, in what else we can get together, you know? So I, I'm inviting every governor, all the legislators from, from the state, all the leaders from the state, then a thousand people in like big auditorium. We show them the movie. We raise awareness. People are crying. People are touched. They're a very, very emotional moment. And then we set an agreement. And the, agree, the agreement is, is a commitment to end child trafficking in that state. And then uh, it's going to be 30, 32 agreements. So far, we have been, uh, we signed 14 agreements, 14 agreements so far. And it, it's, we're changing legislation. Uh, using this this film and this movement, um, it, it's been amazing. Praying the rosary in every state. This is my motivation, you know, my faith. God, I'm Catholic, and this is, I think, the biggest weapon ever. And um, and I always say when I get to that stage, saquen las armas, which means in English, you know, put your guns out, you know. And I'm talking about the rosary. Um, and we're gonna do the same tour here in the United States, and eventually it's gonna be worldwide worldwide tour where we invite government to sign agreements so we can end child trafficking in that country in that state in that city whatever the problem the problem is and uh, and I think we can we can uh, you know we can end this together um, uh, Steve uh, United States and Mexico you know we have hurt each other for many years we have helped each other for many years we need to apologize for all the things that we have done to each other that hurt us I'm talking about United States and Mexico. And then we need to work together so we can eradicate all the bad stuff that we have done to each other so we can focus on all the great things that we can do together to make America and Mexico great together. I believe in this potential. We're not just neighbors, we're brothers. And if we build this relationship between brothers, you know, we're not going anywhere. Uh, United States is not going anywhere. We're going to be here forever. So we should be working together so we can resolve these problems and just focus on all the great things that we can do. You know, China is all over the place, as you know. China, it's trying to get into Mexico, Latin America, even here in the United States. And, and if we don't come together strong, uh, these people, you know, you, you know their intentions, Steve. Yeah. Eduardo, uh, what, what's your social media? By the way, go to angel.com to get your tickets. Angel.com slash war room, forward slash war room. Get your tickets now. Get tickets for your family. Make sure we're going to make a statement on this. This is going to be the railhead of kind of what we call firing off the football. What's your social media, Eduardo? It's Eduardo Verastegui, Eduardo Verastegui on Twitter, E Verastegui, E Verastegui. And one, one last message. You know, as I mentioned before, uh, Steve, there is a demand in the U.S. There is a supply in Mexico. There's a lot of kids in Mexico that cannot 
that can play anymore outside of their homes because they won't come back home. Someone will, you know, someone will take them to either become sicarios or God knows what, you know, child trafficking, victims of child trafficking, victims of organs traffic. These kids not only are going to be raped uh, 10 to 15 times a day, but eventually the client doesn't want them anymore because they're not fresh meat anymore and they open them and sell their organs. So this is a message. U.S. needs to stop consuming drugs. So the supply will end. And in Mexico, we have a lot of problems and we will fix those problems. We will fix those problems. I, I promise you, I'm, I'm working on something very big that I will I will do a big announcement uh, later in your show, uh, Steve, but Perfect. I, I'm gonna be working on that. But yeah. we need to have this relationship as brotherhood. And I believe that together, again, Brothers. we can make Brothers. America and Mexico great together. Big, big time. Not neighbors, brothers. Charlie Kirk is next. Dave Cummins is going to join me at 6. DHS, they're involved in the invasion of the southern border. They told Tim Ballard it's not a priority, and Dave Clements has fingered them as the problem in back of this election crimes. Interesting. Be back here at 5. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. 
That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 